Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, doctors, what I want to talk about today is what is the difference between a sort of a DASH-22 professional component x-ray read and a CRMA or computerized radiographic mensuration analysis or a spinal kinetics ligament type testing type procedure. What is the difference with that? Because you're going to hear, you're going to have attorneys and you're going to have people say, well, look, the, the severe ligament damage that was picked up here was not picked up on the x-ray read by the radiologist at the emergency room, by the radiologist who read the images that you had the patient take at the imaging center that you had them take it at or they're not going to see it in your report now why you know why is that all right let's let's take um from somebody who's been delivering medical services for a long time let's start right there and that that's for me in other words i've been delivering medical radiology services for a very long time our medical radiologists produce a excessive motion test for spinal kinetics. That's a radiology service using a specialized procedure. So when radiologists read an x-ray, it takes them, so like a cervical series of x-rays, if you, if you went in and watched the radiologists read those x-rays, it takes about 30 seconds. As a matter of fact, I saw a statistic where um, one radiology service was saying that it takes four seconds or less for the radiologist to read an image on an x-ray. You know, so if you've got 10 images on that x-ray series and it's four seconds, it's 40 seconds. That's how long it takes. So in that 30 to 40 seconds, what is it that they're really looking for? You know, what, what is it that, that they're looking for? I mean, they're looking for fracture. They're looking for gross misalignment, which is fracture. They're looking for cancer, infection, serious conditions, which the majority of time they're not going to see, especially in a trauma, you know, when a person is coming in and having an x-ray series due to trauma. They're looking for degenerative changes. That's what they're looking for, right? They're not looking for excessive motion. You can't see excessive motion. Yeah, they might put every once in a while an anterolisthesis or a retrolisthesis on something they, they can see, but... That doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't tell you if it's mobile, how much, how much movement is it, how mobile is it. It doesn't tell you anything like that. So that's what you're going to get on a DASH-22 professional component of an x-ray read. So when I say a DASH-22 component, what I mean by that is when you take an x-ray, there's a component of billing for taking the x-ray, and then there's a component for be, uh, reading the x-ray. And If you're taking it in your own clinic and you're reading it in your own clinic, it's called a global billing code. Right? If, you're, if it's separate and the facility is taking it and the radiology service is reading it and billing for it, then it's separate. So that 15, that 30-second read, no matter if the person's had their x-rays after an auto accident, the person was in a bad auto accident, right? They go into the emergency room, they go in and they take a set of x-rays. Good. That, that set of x-rays is getting read, taking 30 seconds from the radiologist. Now, what is different? What is different about an excessive motion test? Here's the thing that makes it different. One, 
is that you're not looking for cancer. You're not looking for the, the radiologists at that point are not doing anything other than using a technology to accurately measure for excessive motion on the stress x-rays. And so a CRMA, computerized radiographic report, or a spinal kinetics report is a measurement report of excessive motion. How much excessive motion is there? So the spine only has two tissues, bone and connective tissue. We could say there's two different types of connective tissue or tissue types, not really tissue types, but the disc, there's, there's 220 specialized ligaments that hold the spine together. The disc is a unique ligament. It, it, it's unique. It's not like any other uh, ligament really found in the body. The other ligaments, other 997, are support ligaments. They're spinal support ligaments. Spinal support ligaments are to keep all of the pieces and parts, all the bones and the joints together so that when they move, they stay in perfect alignment and do not interfere with any of the other closely related tissues, which is the spinal cord and the spinal nerves, spinal muscles, spinal blood vessels, all the other parts that are integrating in and around the spine. But the spine itself is just two parts. So the excessive motion test is a test to determine how badly damaged the support ligaments or what are called the non-disc ligaments are. So if we have a disc injury, we call it a discoligamentous injury, DLI. If we have a non-disc ligament injury, we call it a non-discoligamentous injury or NDLI. So on a general x-ray read, you cannot get the support ligament injury damage picked up. It's picked up through a very specialized procedure called an excessive motion test. Now, the beautiful thing about spinal kinetics, the reason why people don't see excessive motion tests, and it's excessive motion tests, it's, it's a very difficult test to deliver. Um, and that's what, that's really what, you know, is not understood in the market itself, is that that's why you didn't see it broadly. It was very difficult to, to do in, in, in the market. It's a very difficult test to, to actually perform. Now, the reason why I say it's difficult, when you're doing a cervical study, you're looking for 124 different anatomical points that you have to place. You have to put a, a, a point on that anatomical point, 124 different ones. If you're doing a lumbar study, there's 87 points. So if you do a full cervical, full cervical and a full lumbar study, you're looking at 211 points. Now, if you want to do 100 of those studies in a day, you're looking at 20. If somebody has to locate tw accurately 21,000 anatomical points, 21,100 anatomical points. If you want to do 1,000 of those, somebody has to locate 211,000 anatomical points accurately. One is tedious. It's tough. It's laborious. It takes a lot of time. Um, it's very tedious. Not a lot of people want to do it. It's time consuming. Um, you know, it, it can take uh, seven, eight, nine minutes, depending on, uh, on the person that's doing it, the radiologist that's doing it. So, you know, in the same amount of time, let's say it takes eight minutes. In the same amount of time, if an x-ray study takes 30 seconds to read, I could have read 16 x-ray studies in the same amount of time. 
All right, that proposes a problem of scaling and it proposes a problem of, of pay and payment and how do you pay, you know, for something that is equivalent to doing 16 of some, you know, of, a, of another task. So that's why you never saw it. And that's why spinal kinetics, that's why I personally helped to develop a AI. And that AI can auto detect the parts and the points. So I've been in the, the field for a very long time. I knew that the only way it would scale is if you could get it to, to accurately get the testing to be more accurate and to be quicker. AI was the way to go. So that's why it got developed. Um, Spinal Kinetics uses an FDA cleared AI. And that AI allows for higher speed and higher accuracy. It's an evolution in the excessive motion market total evolution and it's a it's an absolute beautiful thing because now see if you only have two tissues right now the whole market knows the disc if you only have two tissues two tissue types two different kinds of connective tissue of the disc which everybody knows got an MRI everybody the disc 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 and I'm not anti-disc by any means but I'm the support ligaments there's far more of them they cause far more symptoms and they probably cause a lot more problems. They also cause accelerated degenerative change. So it's a very significant injury. It's not that the disc isn't very significant. It's these, these non-discoligament ligament dis injuries are extremely significant. So if I'm sitting there and I look and I go, well, gosh, um, if I've got a non-discoligament injury, which causes excessive motion, and I've got a disc herniation at that level or I've got a disc bulge at that level what it's saying is that the motion unit is hypermobile at that level so it's continuously irritating on that disc bulge or that disc herniation and it's continually irritating itself remember if, if you've got a hypermotion injury the facets are not doing well they're injured they're damaged and they're highly sensitive to pain. They're also highly sensitive to producing infl inflammation. They're also highly sensitive to inflaming into the nerve and interfering with the nerve. So there's a big difference. That's why a CRMA or excessive motion study is a separate and unique study. It's, it's, it's different. It's not the same as an x-ray read. It's very, very different. Um, and so, and the other thing is, Radiologists cannot generally do it. That's why you don't see it. You can't do it. A radiologist isn't going to sit there and draw lines on an x-ray with a system that they don't actually have the ability to really do uh, a, 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 a radius, uh, a excessive motion study with. There's not a system out there that has, a, has the ability that I'm aware of that has the ability to do accurate angular findings. As a matter of fact, I'm aware of one company out there where it is so inaccurate it's unreal what they report. So just because they were trying to actually get into the medical injury market, because everybody's very hot on that market, we've always, just so you know, in Spinal Kinetics and prior to the company that I developed and merged into Spinal Kinetics, my whole reason for doing all this was to standardize the actual procedure. It's to standardize an injury workup. When a person comes in and has a spinal injury, it's only two tissues, bone and connective tissue. So did you break the spine? If you think you broke the spine, you're going to have a CT. 
right? If you didn't break the spine, but you injured the spine, it's connective tissue from there. Connective tissue, you're gonna actually do a set of excess or a set of stress x-rays. You're gonna have those, those stress x-rays sent out to a radiology service to have them accurately measured. At Spinal Kinetics, again, we use an AI-assisted, FDA-cleared procedure in order to do it. And then you're gonna get back an excessive motion report. That's gonna tell you how damaged the support ligaments are. If the disc is herniated or the disc is damaged, you're gonna get an MRI. And so that's how you work up a spinal injury. There is no, there's nothing more to working up a spinal injury. It's CT, stress x-rays, and MRI. Those are basically what you're gonna to use to image the actual injury. Remember, an injury is nothing more than a derangement. So on today's topic, I just wanted to really make clear the fact that you're not getting a ligament analysis with a general x-ray read. That's not possible. Um, and that's not what it's for. That's not what it's designed to do. So, you know, when you run into trouble, you run into an insurer, you run into an attorney, this is, well, why didn't, you know, why didn't the radiologist pick this up? Because they didn't have the capability of picking it up. They didn't have the capability of doing an excessive motion study. It's a separate and distinct procedure. Why do you send it to spinal connects? Because we need that separate and distinct procedure. Why do you send it to spinal connects? Because we want an unbiased read of this. The findings are so significant. Remember, these that that tissue damage, that excessive motion, can trigger uh, surgical guidelines. It's a surgical level of injury. That that same spinal soft tissue injury is comparable in guidelines to a 65, 70% compression fracture of the spine. These injuries are significant and they are severe and they have really significant ramifications for the patients that, that have them. And that's why there's a separate and distinct procedure for it. So again, today, all I wanted to do is talk a little bit about the differences between a general x-ray read and a CRMA or a spinal excessive motion study. I hope that made sense to you. Doctors, if you're out there listening, you want more information on our program, we have a program called the Smart Injury Doctors Program. That's where we help doctors to, uh, to grow their injury practice, to grow their injury influence, to grow their injury cl clinical excellence, to grow their um, you know, ability to handle a lot more injury patients and handle the injuries a lot better. That's at, at 800-940-6513, or you can look us up at smartinjurydoctors.com. If you're interested in excessive motion testing with spinal kinetics, you call 877-508-9729, and they will set you up with an account, and you can start doing excessive motion testing right away. Doctors, as always, just sort, sweet, to the point. Hope you got something from today. Hope it, hope it helped, and I'll look forward to delivering more content to you on the next podcast. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.